Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Rich Straffolino. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we have built the most comprehensive database of consumer things on the internet. And we provide an open, active forum and useful tools for our community. Thanks for joining us. Yes, yes, indeed. That goes out as a as an in memoriam Aww. to one of the one of the OG goats of the cyberspace. That's the about page for DP Review. Pour some out for DP Review, man. I mean, I'm not even as much of a photography geek. Well, as much. I'm not one one thousandth as much of a photography geek as Rich. <laughs> And I was freaking bummed uh, to hear that they were shutting it. And didn't they like they're closing it down and not even leaving the archives up? Nope, they are. Every, well, we don't we don't one hundred percent know. They're saying April tenth. It's the date it will no longer be supported and moved into read only mode for a limited period of time. So we don't really know what that looks like. Three words, people: Amazon dot com. Mm-hmm. Don't buy our favorite also, stuff and ruin it, Elon. <laughs> I mean, Amazon. Also, archive, archive.org. Just saying, yeah. Wayback Machine is available. Fair. Very. Yeah. So uh, for all the folks at DP Review, we're going to have to maybe buy you a round. And uh, that gets me into my <laughs> first thing. I wanted to make sure we didn't cover this before. I feel like maybe we've talked about this. But buying a round for the kitchen, not just as a concept, not just as a, I'm a nice guy. I'm going to throw some money toward the kitchen as a menu item. Like, especially like in online ordering, I've seen on like, uh, like, uh, I don't know, Grubhub or whatever. I've seen that like as a menu item that you can order to go really? buy around for the kitchen. Not that I, I'm opposed to it. I, it just, the formality of it, it was a little, and all of a sudden seems a little weird. Molly, have you seen this? I have not seen this. Wow. It's a, it's a, like a little presumptuous maybe. Although I guess it goes... What I have seen is not this specifically, but I've definitely seen a like tip your driver or, you know, somehow make whole all the people in the chain kind of stuff. Yeah. And not that I, not that I don't trust restaurants. Like I know the idea is I'm, I'm assuming that goes into like a general tip pool. I don't even know how that works. Like I have no, I have no certainty that, my tips or my, my my drinks for the kitchen have any impact on the kitchen staff. Like if there was like a tip jar mm-hmm. for the kitchen, I would, cause I, sometimes I do want to be like, Oh, the service was fine, but this burger was amazing. The server didn't have anything to do with it. Not that I'm going to stiff them on a tip, right. but like if I have, you know, maybe throw a couple extra bucks for the chef or, or, you know, whoever, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like, it just kind of feels like the restaurant's like, if you want to give us free money, we have a mechanism. We for have this, a mechanism. And we won't say this. no. And hopefully it will result in like <laughs> beers for the kitchen or whatever. It's just so, I mean, it, I guess it's sort of like, I'm sure that tips, everything is probably way down. You know, of course it is in the age of delivery and ghost kitchens and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
But it, this is such a, like, an American solution as opposed to people who work in restaurants should get paid more. <laughs> yes. Yes. Not trying to be crazy Kindness here. of strangers. <laughs> the kindness of strangers versus a safety net, right? <laughs> right. Like, I, I, so we're just going to, we're as, as with all things, we will just disperse the responsibility throughout the American public, many of whom are also not getting paid enough or are getting laid off in droves, literal droves. Mm-hmm. But like, we'll make it your job to take care of all of the employees that we don't have a system that takes care of. Not that I don't, I mean, buying around for the kitchen is a cool thing to do. I guess it, you know, I mean, it's like a harken back to um, earlier days where we all went to restaurants, but yeah, it, that's weird. I've not seen it, but I don't doubt that I will. Cause I, there's already all kinds of, you know, throw in an extra tip or tip this person or say something nice to your driver, which all like is true. And also less praise, more raise. Mm-hmm. Preach it. Preach it. Fascinating. Also, also my, my problem with these is it's like $10 and I'm like, now maybe you're just buying, this is I'm like, maybe what is this for a six pack? Like that you're buying from the store now? Like, like just the idea. I'm like, this doesn't even seem like enough to cover the round. If it's from your bar, that's like a beer and a half. Yeah. That's come on. Fancy, fancy brewery. Come on. Come on. Fancy brewery. I'm not buying it. I'm not, I'm not buying If it's $10, you can give me a $2 beer. Then is what you're telling me. I feel like that's what you're telling me. Exactly. Now you're just, you're mm-hmm. just exposing your markup. <laughs> Which I had no I'm idea. I'm just <laughs> mad about all of it. I didn't know that all this was going to make me so mad, but apparently it has made me super mad. Another thing that makes me mad <laughs> is, is the state of fashion right now. In which the mm-hmm. big red boot is way more of a thing than I have wanted to admit. <laughs> this know. is this is tremendous. I mean, I, have you seen this? The big red boot? I thought I, it was a joke. I have for sure. I have seen this. I will let you continue maybe with a little more big red boot explainer before I tell you my reference point for this. <laughs> okay. Well, the reference point that made me realize, oh my freaking God, I think this is like real and I actually have to talk about it was like a picture of Shea Gilgis Alexander, the basketball player wearing them. And then there was something recently on Lil Jupiter, uh, which is a, a Instagram account. That's the total thing. And it was a picture of like someone who had gotten stuck in their big red boots and they were trying to get them off. <laughs> but so big red, the big red boot is a literal Really big red boot. It's made by mm-hmm. a fashion brand, MSCHF. And they're just these like big, huge, red, cartoony looking boots. It, and they, they, they look like, at first I thought it was Mario cosplay. Yeah. They look like Mario cosplay or like maybe like a little Lego thing or similar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. In the, in the same vein. Yeah. Right. They're sold out constantly. Mm-hmm. I think they're oh yes, they're $350. And they look like Reasonable. big rubber cartoon clomp clompers. <laughs> they just went on sale so- in February. And they sold out instantly. They remain sold out. And all these celebrities are wearing them everywhere. <laughs> one, of, one of the celebrities that's wearing them, and I just posted this in the chat, is WWE superstar Seth Rollins no. wrestled in them. 
And this is <laughs> this is how they came into because he's playing this character that's like a hot shot. I mean, it's not like the most original character ever, but like a hot shot kind of fashiony a hole. Uh, I guess is the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and he just comes out in those. And I thought it was we just it, it almost reminded me of uh, like Shit's Creek where. It's it's so over the top. Yes, I'm sure this has some fashion root to it, but like it's just over the top for the sake of being over the top. And it is, but also a giant fashion thing that's blowing up. It's a giant fashion thing that's blowing up. It's literally it's all of those things. It's all the things that you said. And, uh, you know, <laughs> sure, like it's they're super fun and hilarious and fine or whatever. But sometimes it's like, I don't know what I don't know if they just did the most perfect influencer marketing campaign imaginable or if actually everybody was like, Oh my God, these are too fun and hilarious and I have to do it. But Holy bananas are the big red boots everywhere. I'm like, honestly, like two weeks late at least. (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, Seth did wrestle Logan Paul in them back in February. So the cat might be out of the bag. So this is is the hellscape. Oh, kill me. (laughs) Like, I I will say like in my, in my, let's try and rationalize this brain. I can kind of see this as like, okay, we've had platform, but like crazy platform boots for a while. Right. This is like the, almost the commentary reaction to that of let's, let's make them literally comical in appearance is like, is, is is like my thought about this. Like make, make the, the maximally impractical version of that and hence big red boot. I mean, sometimes you literally think that, you know how like sometimes some piece, some fashion thing comes out and you're like, this is a test, right? Like you're just like, <laughs> it's like a big practical joke just to see if you can get like yeah. hot girls to be pictured wearing like giant Lego feet. Like that's a troll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These feel like a troll. <laughs> it's, it feels very close to like Emperor's New Clothes, right? Yep. And yet yeah. everybody was like, oh, hell yeah. I cannot wait to rock those with my big puppy coat <laughs> and my, my basketball outfit. And I've been evidently wrestle. I just found the picture of him wrestling. Oh my God. He stomps the Miz in MSDHS viral big red boots. Wow. Oh yeah. That's his finisher is a stomp. So it is quite appropriate that he wear comical boots. Oh, to, that's to do pretty so. funny. I mean, I can't stop looking. I can't stop, stop with the image search on this. It's a it's a gift that keeps on giving. Really, it really is. It really now, is. some of them I don't know if some people are smaller or they're just using wide angle lenses to make them big. But the the picture you just posted, the boots look big but not like insane. Yeah, I think Where, they are big or, but not. Whereas this big. screenshot that Ambassador Domo shared, the shoes look so unwieldy. <laughs> no, like you couldn't even walk. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love them. I, I like. I, I get it. I, I kind of in a weird way. It's like, yeah, how else can you in an age of how can you get people talking about what you're wearing? Yeah, I don't know. There's there's kind of a I, I almost want to say a uh, like a simplicity to it of it's just going to be big and plastic, dumb looking. <laughs> it's I don't know. Big. It's big. It's big, and it's red, and it's a boot, and it doesn't need to be more than that. It's true. The you're B-R-B. right. R B B R B. All right. Well, my next thing, we're going to go into the the world of Molly. I know you're a fan of uh, fancy coffee. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know we already talked about. I, well, okay. So I think this is related to something because we kind of talked about 
maybe we're approaching the like a a, a lessening or an end of coffee snobbery or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think this is kind of a like the craft coffee specialty coffee people trying to grasp onto this trend in a certain way. Just hold this. Just bear me out here. Okay. All right. So you know, like when you you know how like if a coffee must sound like it's fancy, but it's really just like stuff you'd buy at a grocery store. They'll say like 100% Arabica beans on there. Right. Right. You've seen that before? Definitely. Okay. So that is because there's like many different types of coffee plants out there. And Arabica is like what all craft coffee is made of. You just assume it's all Arabica, so they don't need to say it. McDonald's tells you it's it so that you think it's not terrible. Right. But there's another type of coffee called Robusta. Oh. And that is usually kind of used as filler for like instant coffee. They'll mix it in with Arabica. And it's uh, it's generally considered a more coarse, not as pleasant coffee. It's like can be very bitter, uh, described as woody in a lot of ways, mm. uh, leathery sometimes. Like not pleasant tastes you would associate necessarily with coffee. Okay. But a Robusta coffee recently made its way placed in the U.S. Barista Championship, which is like this big deal. So I'm going to say we are going to see – this is kind of I'm, – I'm calling this early. I think we are going to see – oh, I'm sorry. I have to roll my arse is telling me. I have to, uh, a little Robusta trend robusta. that we are going to see. And I, I think part of this is driven – there seems to – I've been seeing more um, uh, uh, like coverage of like just Vietnamese coffee in general and – Robusta uh, is uh, mostly grown in Vietnam. It's grown in a bunch of different countries, but Vietnam's the chief producer. So I feel like either either Vietnamese coffee is going to go like become a bigger thing, or we're going to see more people trying to stand out in the craft coffee scene. Totally, Robusta, Robusta. And there is a there is a company that the company that did it is I think it's uh, it's uh, Nuyen Coffee Supply I think is the name of the company that put this out here. Um, they're the ones that had this. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, Nuyen yeah. Coffee Supply is uh, the company no that put that out there. And, and basically, from reading the coverage of it, it sounds like all they did was like just treat a robust. Uh, like a, like a high end Arabica. So, yeah. you know, they grew at a higher elevation. They did like more careful processing of it instead of like, just like mass produced processing of it. Um, and you know, I, I'm sure they spend a lot of money to get a very high end version of it, but, uh, I don't know. It's, it's such a crowded world that any way you can stand out is probably good. I love this. Well, also so nobody think- knows the, the, that Vietnamese word, by the way, is pronounced Nguyen. Nguyen. Yeah. Sorry. Nguyen. Apologies. It's okay. Um, just helping you out. Uh, I love this because no one knows all the things you just said. No one mm-hmm. knows that Arabica no. versus Robusta thing. Nobody knows that Roba- that Robusta is the thing that tastes like burnt rubber and an aftertaste of peanuts, evidently, <laughs> <laughs> according to at least one comment in Serious Eats. And as soon as we start to get, like, they, this is so smart, they put it on their label that, that Robusta beans have nearly two times more caffeine. Then Arabica mm-hmm. beans, uh, they have 60% less sugar and fats. Like they're just going to present it as a whole new, and it's going to be like sativa versus indica or whatever. And then everybody's <laughs> going to be like, oh, I like the happy, the high caffeine kind. And I'm stoked. Let's go. New kind. This sounds like the stuff they make Folgers out of. I'm down with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is definitely like 40% of Folgers is Robusta. Robusta. I like that. I like that kind of woody, peanutty. I like the more savory coffee flavor. 
You'd like a darker roast. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh my god, I you, love this. You this don't you don't like <laughs> your your coffee to taste acidic and fermented? Yeah, I mean, what the hell, people? God, <laughs> stupid millennials and their flavor profiles. I love this. This is Gen X coffee mm-hmm. coming back. That's maybe amazing. maybe Gen Z will join you. That's a good. That's a good catch. roasty roasty coffee. I like this one. This is a good catch. Be on the, I think be on the is, lookout. I'm going to be on the lookout, and I have a feeling you are. You're right here. You're right. Um, I have noticed that we all know that the internet is a place uh, for telling you loudly and often that everything you're doing, you're doing it wrong. And then, oh yes, yeah. And then that there are very, very, very popular content creators who are like, here's how to do it right, right? We're life hacks. Like life hacks yeah. have been a thing. Uh, very popular content format, especially on TikTok, mm-hmm. which has spawned a new thing. And that thing is a whole very popular content format that is people testing TikTok life hacks. <laughs> the snake is eating itself. The snake <laughs> Is eating its own head. It is the Aruberos of life hack videos. And you got to admit, it's as clever as it comes because you don't have to think of anything. You just go and find somebody else's life hack content and then you do it yourself and you build a brand. So there's like this guy on Instagram Reels, who's I'm sure on TikTok. By the way, side note, using Reels a lot more lately because it's like mm. all in one place. Anyway, he has this hilarious shtick that he does. He's 40 and he's got the Southern accent. And he's like, so you're telling me for 40 years, I've been making my eggs like blah, 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 blah. Ain't no way. And then he, <laughs> and, I mean, he, I love him. He's hysterical. And then he tests one of these life hacks and, you know, laughs incredulously or whatever, if it works. I mean, this is dumb, dumb copycat content with a shtick. And it turns out it's everywhere. Like people watch. It's like, TikTok introduced the duet feature, and I swear to God, it only <laughs> exists so that people can watch a life hack in one pane and then try mm-hmm. it out in their pane, and boom, content. So is the is the appeal just for the reaction of the person of being like, oh my gosh, my eggs did cook better? Or is it – is there anything – is there any kind of like, we're going to get nerdy and and – test this rigorously or is it, is it purely just for the, the like shocked reaction that it works or doesn't work? It's a little bit of both. Like some people have hilarious shocked reactions. There's this guy who's like 30 who did, mm-hmm. who, cause they always talk about their age, you know, and he's like, I can't believe I just learned this. And he gives this like, you gotta be freaking kidding me face. That's very funny. Um, in the case of the guy that I love, who's like, you're telling me for 40 years. <laughs> And he does that every single Marty time, on right? board. So it's a brand. Yeah. I mean, he's like, but mm. I will say that his curation is excellent. So like the things that he decides to test are great. And a lot of times I'm like, what? Like I just learned from him that like, you know, when you buy a tube of uh, like a, of caulk for yes. repairs and then there's the mm-hmm. little caulk gun. And then when you need to snip off the top of the tube, you got to like find a scissors and whatever. And he was like, Oh, it turns out that there's a hole in the side of the cock gun and you put your, the tube in there and you like pull the little cock gun trigger and it just snips it off at the exact right angle. <laughs> what? They thought of everything. Right. Or apparently the, the- you can put an egg in the microwave on a plate, like a paper plate with another plate on top of it and microwave it for a minute and a half or something. And you will have a perfectly poached egg. I, 
but you, literally, you had me up until he's just doing this from other video. Like, I'm just like, why is this the guy who's famous? But the guy who originally created this is not famous. Cause all we want to do is connect to people that like, like find a personality that we like. And then we just want to like take all of that personality from them and imbibe that into it. Like I've come to realize that's increasingly like, it really doesn't matter the subject matter. If it's like, I like the way you talk and you're, you make me laugh a little bit. Like I'll watch you talk about Robusta coffee or eggs in a microwave. Like it doesn't matter. I just want to, I just want to consume all of that from you. Seriously. Like it, it really like that. That's kind of what TikTok I've realized is like distilled down. It's just like the, 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 least common personality factor right yeah that you can get and and kind of absorb that from i do kind of like it though it does feel almost like uh like the the like logical extension of Mythbusters in some way yeah except <laughs> except it's Aww. two minutes instead of a half hour or something or an hour long right you guys yeah hear this guy i'm gonna play this one this is not telling me so this is them doing it for 40 years, I've searched every corner of the internet for the perfect way to make an over-easy egg, and I could have been doing this. <laughs> Ain't no way. All right, I'm excited to try this out. And then every time, it's like, <laughs> I know way. Every time. <laughs> He's on Perfectly brand. curated TikTok life hacks. But so, like, sure, some other inferior podcast would tell you that TikTok life hacks are a thing. That's not the thing. Mm-mm. New content based on doing those. Life hacks. That's the thing. That's now what Molly, what we need to start to do is break down videos, looking at the testing of life hacks to show that they've clearly tested it like three or four times to get it right and do a breakdown video of six ways. You can tell this wasn't really him cooking an over easy. Dude, I love it. And we'll post it as a YouTube short. I mean, there was one I saw yesterday that was just this like hilarious woman watching a video of somebody t- saying this is the right way to flip a grilled cheese. And then she like <laughs> gets out of bed and goes and makes a grilled cheese and flips it because apparently you put it on the spatula and then you turn the pan upside down and then you turn it over and I guess the cheese doesn't go flying. I don't know. But she just does it and then just tosses the spatula in the sink. Like it's the reaction that's the key. You're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But I'm just like, I- this is the cheapest content. Like, why am I into this? it's again it's uh i i mean one we're all looking for a way to distract ourselves against the inevitability of death always just keep that in mind oh okay uh-huh. but two yep. like good note it it's it's you find that personality and you're like i i want to see if how he's going to react to this egg or want to see him how he reacts when you flip the little tab on the soda can <laughs> over and put a straw in it i want to see that i want to see it it's just funny what do you want from me you mean to tell me like i mean right your description that of guy it made me amazing. laugh i don't know <laughs> ain't no way you know what i do it does make me sad though is that like 10 maybe 12 years ago that guy would have like a cbs sitcom pilot <laughs> but now we, no and, he wouldn't and five years ago he, he would have had a net he wouldn't because he only has one original idea Right? Like none of the content is original. His only original idea is try these life hacks and make this 40 years old joke. But so he works for a home. Like here's, I'm, I'm going to make the pilot for you right here. He <laughs> works for the home shopping channel. So he's around all of these people that are doing, and he's like, he works for him. He's like the camera guy. And he's like, you know what? I'm sick of all these people showing me about this muffin maker, whatever like that. And then he starts his own TikTok channel talking about that. And that's just each, each, you get a little TikTok 
full screen thing that's one example related to the episode, but then the rest of the show is about him learning to love his family because he's emotionally distant, because he's a typical alpha male. So yeah, that's the show. Wow. I'm basically just pitching Home Improvement, but with this guy as but a But with this guy, guy, I mean, not going to lie, you're not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know I who agree. else is never wrong? Pitch that thing to Peacock immediately, Sir, Sir Ray I'm pitching to Peacock, baby. <laughs> I'm not. Who else is never wrong? You, the audience? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that might be where smooth, you were headed. Buttery smooth transition. Feedback at it's a thing dot me is where you can send us your things, your suggestions, your reactions, if you will. <laughs> yeah, Barbara wrote in and she had a fashion question for us, Molly. So let's lay this out here, okay? She says, I've been seeing jeans with no front on the legs. At the top of the thighs, the material is cut away all the way to the ankles. The back of the leg is covered, but the front exposed. Mostly seeing this on Instagram posts. Is this a thing? <laughs> is it? I'm trying to find that. There's. The, let me just say that this is a hard thing to duck, duck, go. <laughs> yeah. Jeans with no front. I, I have seen extraordinarily distressed jeans, jeans, not where it's all gone. But like it is so ripped up that you can like there is not a part of the leg that you can't see, but it is still a full pant. Jeans so I th- with no fabric in the front, but fabric <laughs> in the back. <laughs> oh no, I don't have safe search on. No, I know. Lanzen was like, "How to tell when jeans don't fit?" Yeah, I don't. I I am not. I'm having a hard time getting this to come up, but I guess it wouldn't surprise me because anything is possible. Hmm. Tell us, everybody, uh, feedback at it's a thing about me if you have seen this look in the wild. Yeah, let us know what the phraseology is, yeah. And how to heck, how the heck you try to Google that. Um, and then Francis wrote in with his hack for video backgrounds. I took a picture from the viewpoint of my normal camera on my desk, and I have it set to my background. So no matter where I am, it looks like I'm sitting at my desk. It did backfire on me once because I forgot I had it on, and I was sitting in a conference room with people seeing me sitting at my desk and across from them in the conference room at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's good, though. They were probably like, ooh, clever. Yeah, if you, if you can't blur it out, at least make the virtual background convincing. We're in, we're very much in the fancy background and um, facial, like image tweaking part of David Foster Wallace's description of the rise and fall of video conferencing in Infinite Jest. Just like literally, <laughs> I'll find the passage and I'll put it in. It's a thing. Go and read it because I can't remember when he wrote Infinite Jest, like the 80s or whatever, but there's just this. Um, Side tangent, which is kind of a thing in that book, all about (laughs) Um, 1996, just like the rise and fall of video conferencing and how it became like this huge craze for a while. But then everybody was like stressed out about how they look. So they had to get backgrounds and then masks. And then people started selling these like whole kits that would disguise. And then they just went back to the phone. So we have an update. Uh, Our top notch discord is on this frontless (gasps) gene situation. And we have oh my God. Uh, Ambassador Domo posted a link to barely there straight leg jeans. And this is kind of what I was thinking of, where it's real torn up in the front. But then <laughs> Saray, <laughs> a post from The Guardian. Oh. And these are exactly as described. My the front is barely there. God. Legless jeans what? is what Saray TW searched. And indeed, they have 
like a a bit like a scaffold on the front. And a, and <laughs> it's a, a jean superstructure. A jean superstructure with like a bit of a cod piece. And then yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean the 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 line says it all. Why buy <laughs> jeans when you can just get the pockets and waistband? Oh my god, where are you hanging out that you are seeing this? Francis. I mean Barbara. Barbara, where where yeah. are you seeing this? This is incredible. Don't dox Chilling. yourself or anything, but like the fact yeah. that you're somewhere where people are wearing these, I ha- I need to know. This is incredible. I mean, I'm I'm going to rock that look for sure. Legless jeans. Oh, there are so many variations on this. When you can be legless. <laughs> jeans scaffold. It's just a wild world out there. Feedback at it's a thing. Me. Keep the emails coming. We, we honestly, we, we get to virtually explore this weird world. Thanks to you every time. And thanks to you. We do the show every week, by the way, literally, could not do the show without you. Patreon.com slash it's a thing now more than ever. We are so grateful for your support. And those of you who support us at the shout out level get a very special treat every single week. Custom artisanal shout outs crafted by mm-hmm. today's co-star, Rich Straffolino. Oh, it's always my pleasure. What do we got today? Well, today's are based on Mike Duffy's review of the first season of Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, as published in the Detroit Free Press. Oh, my God. This is amazing. All right. I'll kick us off uh, here. (laughs) Wow. That happened. Please do. That show happened. Such a cute little Laura Abel title. Too cute. Two Eric Duncans, a Gabrielle Cohen, and a Pizza Place, debuting at 9.30 tonight on ABC, is the latest cloying variation on the A.J. Venturella formula. Like NBC's similarly uninspiring Joe Hood Rules, which debuted Monday, this Generation X spring season sitcom revolves around a trio of wise-cracking Lee Prices. But while that show concerns itself with Morris Jones, Louis St. Amour, and Mike Aikens, this show, which replaces Miranda Janelle for the next six weeks, takes a slightly younger, more slackerized slant on Kevin Sill life. The two guys are Boston grad students, Jake Woods and Benjamin Forrest, both of whom earn rent money working at the funky Andrew Bradley Street Pizzeria. None of James C. Smith is particularly funny. A little more comic pepperoni, please. <gasps> You try it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is brutal. Oof, meow. Pretty accurate, if I recall correctly. How dare you (laughs) slander two guys, a girl, and a pizza place? It's so easy to be on the other side. No, Felicia, you're the critic. I, I do like that this uh, review acknowledged that Gen X exists and uh, at the time of writing uh, was the demographic that networks wanted to target. Right? So I did appreciate that. That's fun. That's what was like fun. For you had minute. your moment. Wow. Though Ryan Reynolds was in that show. Oh yeah. I remember that now. I remember that. All-star cast. Life is long friends. Life is long. Mm-hmm. And thank you for spending some of it with us listening to it's a thing. You can become a member of It's a Thing, as I mentioned, at patreon.com slash it's a thing. You will get access to our Discord and ad-free RSS feed and help make sure that this show gets produced week after week. 
Mm-hmm. And you can also support the show by buying some things through our affiliate links. Look for them in the show notes or over at the shopping page at itsathing.me slash shop. You can also email us your things at feedback at it's a thing dot me like uh, uh, we had with the legless jeans and uh, uh, hacks for video backgrounds. Barbara and Francis uh, join their fine company. Legless jeans is the rabbit hole that is going to consume my way. I'm going to be cutting up my jeans all day now. Um, <laughs> note, you cannot find the big red boots affiliate link at it's a thing dot me dot slash shop, but there are plenty of other fun things to buy there. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.